Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Ash Wednesday, a reading from the book of Joel. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your garments, and return to the Lord your God. For gracious and merciful is he, slow to anger, rich in kindness, and relenting in punishment. Perhaps he will again relent and leave behind him a blessing, offerings and libations for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, proclaim a fast, call an assembly, gather the people, notify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and the infants of the breast. Let the bridegroom quit his room and the bride her chamber. Between the porch and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare, O Lord, your people, and make not your heritage a reproach with the nations ruling over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord was stirred to concern for his land and took pity on his people. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Have mercy on me, O God, in your kindness. In the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense. Thoroughly wash me from my guilt, and of my sin, cleanse me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. For I acknowledge my offense, and my sin is before me always. Against you only have I sinned, and done what is evil in your sight. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. A clean heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence, and your Holy Spirit take not from me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Give me back the joy of your salvation, and a willing spirit sustain in me. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, we are ambassadors for Christ, as if God was appealing through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who did not know sin, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Working together, then, we appeal to you not to receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, In an acceptable time I heard you, and on the day of salvation I helped you. Behold, now is a very acceptable time. Behold. Now is the day of salvation. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your almsgiving may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners, so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head 
and wash your face, so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden, and your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The first three episodes of the crowdfunded gospel-based production titled The Chosen were recently released in theaters, and I was lucky enough to see them. In one episode, Jesus rejoins his disciples after learning of the death of his cousin, John the Baptist. A dark smudge of ashes is prominently displayed on Jesus' forehead. Jesus' followers knew well the symbolism of the gesture. Jesus was in mourning. In biblical times, covering one's head and face in ashes was a common action, signifying grief or repentance for sin. In both cases, the ashes are a sign of humility and the wounded nature and fragility of human existence. Today, many of us will mark the beginning of the Lenten season by receiving a mark of ashes on our foreheads. Ironically, the practice seems to contradict the explicit instructions of Jesus to his disciples in Matthew's Gospel when he says, When you fast, do not look gloomy like the, gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting except to your Father who is hidden. In fact, during this season, the Church urges us to be more intentional about fasting, giving to the poor, and prayer. And so we'll fast and abstain from meat today and on Good Friday, abstain from meat on all the Fridays of Lent, be more disciplined in our prayer and devotion, maybe participate in a small group study, and perform extraordinary acts of kindness for others. But Jesus tells us to be quiet about all that. As much as possible, in fact, we should do these things unnoticed by others. And yet we'll go around today with ashes on our foreheads. People will notice, almost certainly. And so it's important that others see those ashes for what they truly are, a sign of mourning and repentance. Some people may remark, you've got something on your head. Or for the more spiritually enlightened, Oh, I see you got your ashes. Those ashes aren't meant to be a Catholic ID card or worse yet, a medal proclaiming your religious practice. Instead, they should remind you and you should remind others of why they are there. You could use the opportunity to remark that I've got some things I want to work on this line or our world needs prayers and this is a good season for me to pay more attention to that. There are very few that would likely disagree with either statement, and it may even elicit someone to pause and think about what you said, even if they're not particularly religious themselves. And by the way, you actually do have some things to work on, as I do, and our society does need prayer. There are bloody conflicts in Eastern Europe and the Middle East. There are people dying in parts of the world from diseases or poverty that could be alleviated or cured if they lived elsewhere. There is a profound sadness in our own nation. You can see it in the eyes of our children. And while we, while we should be praying and advocating for those things, and many others all year, the truth of the matter is that we don't. So wear those ashes, but don't wear them proudly. Instead, wear them humbly. Admit your own responsibility for the pain and injustice they symbolize. And let any hunger you feel not be so much for food, but for a better world. The truth is, I despise Lent. But I should despise more the reason we have a need to observe it. May Almighty God bless you, Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a good day. Say a prayer for me.